And hello, good people of the internet. It is I, Tommy Kelly. This is Adventures in Woo Woo. And welcome to the car. Usually we do these monthly one-car divinations uh, from the 40 servants in some kind of nice location, some foresty, mystical place. But uh, it's very windy and wet and miserable. And I forgot my coat. So I'm not braving the elements today. I am, however, near a forest. So at the window is trees. Behind me is trees. And over there is trees. Uh, over there is sheep. So uh, yeah, we're not doing too bad. We're in the vicinity of mysticalness. So what are we doing here? We do every month for patrons, I do a one card reading from the 40 servants where they ask a question and uh, I pick a card and interpret it through my lens uh, and see what it says about the question. So we just get straight into it. Marco, which servant should I work with this month? The conductor. So the conductor, as I'm sure you know, Marco, for people who don't, is about um, taking the reins of your own life and taking control of your life rather than reacting to life, rather than allowing other people to make decisions for you, rather than allowing circumstances or culture or family or whatever it is to make the decisions about your life or to control your life. You decide to control your life. You are the conductor of your own orchestra. You're the one who decides what way the music is to be played and um, so it's it's definitely i would suggest that this month is about you taking control and deciding what you want rather than feeling what you're allowed we have or what is expected of you or what is culturally the right thing to do or any of these things any of these kind of ties that we have it's deciding i want this this is how i'm weaving my magic this is how i'm making my world so spirit will my husband get the data scientist job at m protector so usually like with these kind of yes or no answers you have to uh you'll pick the if you get it for a card you'll pick if it's mostly positive you would say yes if it's mostly negative you would say it's a no so protector i suppose it's not a an obvious yes or no you know it's neither positive nor negative because it's just protection um, and it could you could make an argument i suppose that it is a negative one in that it's just called for a need for protection but i don't feel in this case i think it's this is quite neutral um, but there's something in it that's saying that there's something about this that you have to be careful about. That, um, yeah, that's about the height of it. That it's, 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 it's like, yeah, be careful around it. There's something as if something isn't fully revealed about it. Or maybe it's not just as simple as a yes or no answer. And to kind of uh, insulate yourself around that. Alice, what direction should I go outside of work to find the most fulfillment? The witch do magic, Alice. So it's like, um, yeah, it's fine. You'll find the most fulfillment in doing magic, mystical, occult type, spirituality type things. So whatever you're into in, in that kind of area, um, pursue that. Now, that doesn't necessarily mean you have to make a job out of it or have a side hustle or any of these things. Just, um, you know, just have that as a hobby, as an interest, as something that you enjoy doing. Because it's very much uh, in this day and age that we have to kind of turn everything into a job or everything into some way of making money or else it's not valuable. It's not seen as value. It's not deemed culturally as value. It's kind of like wasting your time. Why are you spending all your time doing this without making money? And so there's kind of... I would suggest that if you're going to kind of indulge in your love of magic or occultism or spirituality or whatever it is, do it just for the sake of it 
and not because you're trying to do something out of it. Because I think that's where the fulfillment will come within that rather than trying to do something. I'm not saying you are, that, that's, that's your aim, but it's a lot of people's aims and it's culturally seems to be a big aim for people here. So enjoy doing some magic. Abraxas, what is the truth about myself? The giver. Yeah. There's a thing in this that is suggesting to me, there's a part of the giver which is about creating a relationship. And while it's immediately on the kind of ostensibly on the surface, it's about uh, generosity or giving something or gifts or stuff like that. But there's also, there's a contract that's formed within giving a gift in that there's a kind of requirement or an unspoken rule that when you give a gift or you receive a gift, that you must at some point in the future return an equivalent gift to the person who sent it to you. So like uh, if someone gives you a birthday gift, when it's their birthday, there's kind of a requirement on you now, or contract made that you will re reciprocate and buy them something. Um, same as someone buys you a drink at a bar, you, you know, depending on circumstances, of course, but there's kind of that implication that you are going to return. Or for some people who never buy rounds, uh, doesn't always seem to be the case. So in this, what is the truth about myself in this is that there's something around giving of energy um, that you're doing, that you might be slightly, this is my reading, I'll be being disingenuous about that. You're kind of, you're ex by doing something, you're expecting something. And that might necessarily be true or fair or, or honest, in a sense, in that you should be, like, if you want something, you should just say it rather than just, because, and it's not really totally dishonest in the sense of I think you're, there's a lie in it. It's much more like, it's a bad strategy, you know, that you're kind of, well, I, I ex by doing this, I expect this to happen, but other people might agree to those circumstances or might even be aware of those circumstances. So just be uh, kind of aware of the things in your life where you are giving something with the expectation of receiving something. And is that a fair expectation or is there a manipulation in that or is that just a bad strategy? Um, so that's what I think that's saying. And we're all guilty of this. Not picking on you in any sort of way or practice. Craig, anything I should this month be more cautious of than other things? The master. Um, be cautious of the master. Why would you be cautious of the master? Be cautious of trying to be too perfect. That's it. That's it exactly. Trying to be in every situation. Um, yeah doing the exact right thing or, you know, not afraid of making mistakes or of seen to be making mistakes or to, you know, it's this kind of idea of perfection. So be cautious of trying to be perfect or of things that are trying to uh, be perfection and be okay to kind of be not the best in the world or, you know, fuck up a bit or just not get everything done that you want to get done. Just not be cautious of trying to be over perfe perfection, of over perfect. Um, yeah. Julia, I'll second Marco's question. What servant should I work with this coming month? The depleted. Now, this means I would suggest that there's something in your life that you have to let go of. That the energy is kind of burnt out on it. That it's come to the end of its natural kind of cycle. 
or be aware that there's a bit more of a cyclical nature to, to these things in the sense that even though something has seems to be, you know, all the leaves falling off the trees, there's no fruit anymore, seems to be the end or whatever, that there could be a cyclical nature to it that these things grow back and it's just you're in a lull. So I suppose an example of that would be sometimes you're really into reading books and you read books all the time and you, you, know, you spend loads of money at books or whatever and then you kind of go off the idea and you kind of spend a couple of weeks where you don't and you kind of feel bad that look at all those books I bought that I didn't do anything with or I'm not reading and what a waste of money. But then you find after a couple of weeks or months or whatever it is you're back into reading or whatever and uh, that there's kind of a, a cyclical nature. So to be aware of that or that, you know, sometimes I find for myself that I spend so much time doing art and I go, God, I'd love to do some music and I feel guilty about it, you know, because I spent, I don't know, whatever. I spent some money on a new uh, uh, music program or some software or something and I go, I'm not even using it because I'm doing this other stuff and I'm not really interested. And I just kind of remember, that it, these come naturally. There's an ebb and flow to all this. Someday you're doing music, someday you're reading, someday you're doing art. Someday you're not doing anything. Sometimes you're watching Netflix. And to be okay with that and not kind of feel, because just because you're not into something right this second doesn't mean that it's waste or that you've let it go or whatever. So it's either that or there's something that you just have to let go because it's come to the end of its tenure or whatever is the correct word there. Um, so yeah, so just be around about things being depleted or coming to an end and realising that some things do come to an end, but some things are cyclical. Joe. How can I bring positive energy into my life this month? Here we go. Card jumping out here, Joe. The father. So, let me frame this question. How can I bring positive energy into my life? So this would kind of suggest that there's a, something in it that... There's these things that happen in life that we just have to kind of get on with. That they're just rites of passage. They're just parts of life. They're things that we just have to learn. Um, and that the only way that we can learn them is by actually going through them. That there's no kind of theory that we can understand. Well, we can understand the theory. It's no substitute for the actual practice. And so Father represents that kind of thing that of being there when you're going through something, but not fixing it for you and not doing it for you. It's in, that it's, and it doesn't necessarily have to be an endurance or something bad, but it's that someone... While they can hold your hand and be present with you, they can't do it for you. And it doesn't always have to be a bad thing in that, you know, if you want to sing up on stage, you can go and get lessons and you can be supported by your friends and you can have all of that. But at, ultimately, at the end of the day, you are the person who has to get up on stage and sing the song. And so, how can I bring positive energy to my life this month? Is to realise that at some stage you have to step up and do the thing. And that um, you will be supported and prepared and all of these things but the fulfilment will come from actually doing the thing yourself Jason what's the current major energy at play in my life it's very windy now Jason the explorer so yeah um The energy is to this. See, Jason, this is a hard one because I know we've talked a bit about this in uh, in private. So it, it's kind of, while it's reflecting it that, I'm not bringing this to the table. The Explorer did come up. So it would be to kind of suggest to look at different things, to expand your horizons rather than focusing on one thing, um, to, you know, 
Because the explorer is about conscious exploring and moving out rather than exploring in the physical world, you know. So it's exploring your, your consciousness, moving, expanding, entering new territory, um, movement, widening rather than contracting into one particular thing. Um, take from that what you, you, you want, but uh, it could certainly be around what we've talked about. Mightn't be, though. Mightn't be. Max, what will be the outcome of my effort to improve in philosophical midwifery shadow work? Balance, the balance of, that's good, right? That's what you want. Because um, a lot of with shadow work, you see, there's an issue with shadow work, and I found it myself, is that you can end up really, really disliking yourself or blaming yourself or pointing the finger at yourself and the whole focus becomes on you being a shitty asshole. Um, and that, that's one of the dangers of shadow work and because you feel you can feel like because you're the only one probably doing it in your um, circle you can feel like you're a really bad person because everyone else seems to be fine they're not working on anything they're not doing any kind of you know self-help work or self-improvement work so you can kind of feel like you're the person who always has the problem you're dealing with stuff or you're trying to work it out and everyone else is just doing their life having their life or whatever so this would suggest that that philosophical midwifery uh, which is Pierre Grimes stuff for people who don't know uh, very similar to Magia's binding practice um, previous to it so uh, yeah so it's just a good thing it'll bring a balance it'll, it'll um, allow you to do the shadow work without the I suppose without the, the kind of notions of pointing the, the finger at yourself and making yourself feel bad and you're the worst person but also the, without kind of saying I'm great as well for look at all this self-help work I'm doing and how brilliant I am working on myself that it, it'll be enough uh, you'll be humble enough to not be hubris to have hubris I suppose that's a good one okay Natasha how do I travel safety safely the depleted always interesting when the same card comes up a number of times in these readings um, the plea was how do I travel safely by you know uh, not holding on to anything that you don't need to not um, to allow all the kind of dross exter uh, uh, extraneous stuff to go away so pack like pa pack light you know don't pack loads of things um, kind of, I don't know Breezy. <laughs> Just think, you know, don't, don't over. What am I missing here? Also, to let go of notions around why you wouldn't be safe. There's definitely not a negative thing to this in the sense of, you know, that the, the depleted can be seen as a negative card. However, travel safely, you know, negative card in a sense. It's about letting go of something. With, with that kind of thing as well, of, of you know, don't overpack don't bring too, many, too much stuff or whatever but also letting go of something letting it could be fear I don't know exactly the situation or, or why you would be unsafe travelling um, but it doesn't seem to have that cyclical thing that was in the, in the previous question this is about something letting something go that there's an end of something that it's okay to let something go because it's come to its natural conclusion. And pack light. Lee, I'm moving to Toronto in September to do school. Is moving to Toronto in September to do school the right move for my career? Or stay here or do something else? Well, 
let's not go for a definitive answer that you might base your entire future on and say, can we have some advice around Lee's future in regards to his career? Does that seem fair? The media. So in this case, the media is about kind of your self-image, I suppose, or what you're trying to portray to the world, or not necessarily the, the, the lie you're kind of presenting to the world, and, and which is kind of the propaganda. Well, propaganda's not necessarily lies. They're just half-truths that turn the story in your favour. Outright lies in the 47s would be the moon. Um, so th this is kind of bending the truth and how you present yourself to the world. So... Which looks the best from who? What's the best move for what you want to be perceived as? As the person you want to be? As you want to be reflected in the world? What is the thing? So, an example would be, I want to be a painter. Um, and that's how I want to be perceived as an artist or something, or whatever it is. So should I go to school to do painting well yes because that's 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 going to add to it but should i go to school to do business because while it would be reflective and it would be part of you need to have a good business acumen to be you know an artist and thrive in the world and all these type of things it's not the correct projection of what you're trying to be it's not the proper propaganda is doing whatever you've decided to do good propaganda for who you want to be and then have a look at it from that kind of point of view but for big decisions like that I know get lots of advice and lots of you're unsure and uh, don't rely <laughs> certainly don't rely on one card readings from the four servants all those divinations my advice is always see it as advice from a friend um, who may or may not have more information about the thing than you do um, but just you know if someone if you were talking to a friend and they said something over you know you're having a coffee or whatever take it with that kind of pinch of salt rather than from a an all-seeing all-knowing omnipotent god or divine or something like that and by doing the divination you've changed the future too tim how can i bring positive energy into my life let me see tim the seal so this would suggest that in order to bring the positivity into your life you're going to have to kind of go more in a feeling way than a rational way. It's not about what looks good on paper, it's about what feels right. And kind of use that as your directionality in life. You know, this job looks great on paper, it's loads of money, good opportunities. This job doesn't look so good on paper, but I feel it's much more interested in it. It feels right. And so, while from one point of view, it's a bad decision to take the job that, I don't know, on paper doesn't look as good as the other job, it's the right decision for you and kind of just feel your way through it. And not, not forever. And, um, you know, because sometimes you do need to rational and think things out and, you know, um, and also to be aware with the seer, there's a kind of a thing that you can do that if you get nervous about something, you can feel that, it, that it's bad for you. It's not right for you. Oh, I feel nervous about this. This isn't something good. And you have to not fall for the nervous thing because sometimes you need to be <laughs> nervous and it doesn't mean it's wrong. And so kind of, to distinguish between feeling something is right and feeling nervous or something. You, something can feel right and also be really nervous. It's like, I want to learn to drive, but I'm really nervous about doing the driving test. That doesn't mean I shouldn't do the driving test, you know, because it feels I'm anxious around it. Does that make sense? hope it does. I've tried to explain that a couple of times in different places and 
sometimes are more successful than others. So Tim, yeah, to bring more positive energy into your life, um, be a bit more like the seer. Just go with your, your gut or go with your feelings or go with, um, yeah, the kind of aura of things rather than the on paper things. Safira, this is an interesting one. For some time, someone has been throwing bottles on our front lawn in the early morning hours before dawn. Recently, I asked the fixture of the fortunate and the witch and protector servitors to stop this person of people. The other day, we saw tissue in the same area. Which servitor should we use to stop this activity altogether? We like our house and do not want to have to move right now. Nothing worse than those type of problems. You could set up a camera and see who's doing it. Give the 47 so. The guru. Practicality. Using your knowledge in practical ways. And uh, some use of Yes, yeah, so it's about what can you do? There's something around here that you can actually do practically. Not necessarily magically. So it's in maybe the approach of magically doing it isn't the best approach in this situation. So come back to set up a camera if you can, so you can monitor your garden and see exactly what's happening. Um, or any kind of approach like that is there a way of without damaging the kind of beauty of your house or whatever that you can close it off a bit more or something like that that's probably not a great idea because uh, you know if you like your house you don't want to do more things there's some, yeah it's, there's something around like putting up a camera um, or finding a way that you can find this out rather than trying to stop it magically that the solution isn't being practical about it not magical about it that in order to stop this person doing the thing, you're going to have to find out who it is. And that involves a practical thing. Or doing something that makes it impossible for this type of stuff to actually happen on a physical level. So it's action, doing something, rather than a kind of more problematic words, because it's not completely, rather than a more passive magic type thing. I would still keep up all the other stuff, though, that you're doing. Um... The fixer that you've used would suggest and that you're willing to so that you should be willing to pay the price and sometimes paying the price of it would be doing something you don't necessarily want to do like making a wall tile like setting up a camera like um i don't know camping out in your front yard and seeing what's happening ladina good luck with that um Safira. ladina what should i think about to reinvigorate my art creativity i've tried all the usual things Okay, the librarian. So, there's an acquisition of knowledge rather than a practical use of knowledge. So it's about not lear necessarily learning a new skill. It's about, say, learning art history, having a look at art history or um, the te color theory or something like that. Something that's, you know, it's not like going to a life drawing class because you're doing something and that's a practical use of skills even though it is still learning it's about to take so something like art history or what else could it be you know the lives of the artist getting inspired through a creator rather than creativity it's like sometimes when I really need to get kind of inspired around uh, creativity I'll watch like a, the Grant Morrison document the documentary Talking With Gods because that really gets me into a kind of a, a very creative kind of space or if I want to get into music, I'll start watching, you know, like bands recording albums or composers' documentaries, things about the composer or the, 
the artist or the writer or whatever it is, and that kind of can get me creative. So it's not necessarily I'm learning anything or I'm, you know, getting a, you know, like it's not like I'm going to a life life drawing class or getting a, you know guitar lessons, or whatever it is. I'm kind of getting inspired by a creator themselves. So that's what I think is trying to kind of say as well. So pick out someone that you like and uh, see if there's some documentaries about their creative thing or, you know, read some interviews or something like that. And good luck. There's nothing worse than when you're feeling a bit burnt out with this kind of stuff, with the art. Also, it is cyclical. Oh, as well, uh, Ladina, as you know yourself, it'll come back. You know, sometimes maybe you just might need a rest. But the librarian would say that there's some sort of approach of... book learning or documentary or something like that rather than a practical thing as well. So let me know how you get on. Brian, what servant can help me with what's going on? The opposer. So you may, I don't know, obviously don't know what your circumstances are, but you you need to bring an oppositional force to it. You need to start say, I don't want this, and stop it. And rather than be, rather than acquiesce to it, or rather than allow it, or rather than just kind of put up with it, or to feel there's nothing you can do about it, there's a thing that you have to actually stand up and say, no, stand up for yourself, be oppositional to it. If it was like planning permission that you don't want, you have to register your, uh, you know, the your objections to it with the correct authorities. If it's someone at work who's bullying you, you have to stand up to them or report them. You have to do something that involves being oppositional. Which for a lot of people isn't great fun. I'm not great at it. Um, That's a lie. I'm okay at it. I don't enjoy it. I don't like it. Some people seem to actually quite like it. Um, But when it comes to it, I I can do it. Um, I do try to avoid it though. So good luck with that, Brian. But yeah, you be the oppositional force to whatever it is going on. MJM, I'm having really vivid dreams at the moment which seem heavy with meaning. What, if anything, are they trying to tell me? Love big dreams. Great fun. It can usually be quite creepy, though. My case, anyway. Okay. The Master. They're in some way trying to inform you about... um, Adaptship or becoming the perfected Jew and improving yourself. Um, it depends what's going to be in, in the context of the dreams. The master always, to me, signifies more a spiritual perfection master, like, like the masters of wisdom or the uh, Mahatmas or the secret chiefs or something, you know, like the evolutionary person that comes out of the spiritual journey that you become, you know, you start as being the lump of shit uh, of alchemy that's turned into the gold, you know. So these are. Um, dreams or in some way trying to show you the next stage, next step or help you out or in some way inform what something you need to do or explore or be or have or work out in regards to the spiritual evolution towards your highest perfected self in whatever way you see that or uh, resonate with that or understand that Um, how to be the best person you can be so something around that which is always good. Big dreams around that are, are, are uh, very insightful and very, um, usually quite direct, like once you work them out. Um, but it's, it's again, like dreams, a lot of these things only in hindsight uh, make the most sense. 
but good luck with that. That's good, good dreams. And uh, I hope you work it out. So that's it. That's this month's done. Nearly half an hour. That's not too bad. So if you want in on this, we do this every month. Um, usually towards the beginning of the month. And uh, you just join Patreon at any level. There's levels from $1 to, I think it's $25 is the, the highest one. Um, each with a varying amounts of rewards you get at the beginning. But to look at the Patreon, it's not like a premium membership. It's not like a club you're joining. It's not like you're getting something out of it. If you want to support me in what I do and you want to um, help me continue to do these things, then join Patreon rather than feeling you're getting some sort of uh, premium membership or something out of it. It's like that's not not, not the way I kind of uh, look at it at all. I know some people that is the way to do it on Patreon and that's cool. It's not what I'm kind of doing. So I make no promises to you like all the, all the uh, stuff that's on Patreon is in, in other places too. So it is a good um, place to support me. That said, you do get these things every month where you get to ask a question. You do get to see stuff before everyone else does. And uh, yeah, there's stuff there that isn't uh, anywhere else too. But uh, it's just trying to make the emphasis on it's a support thing for me, for you to support me in what I'm doing rather than you getting stuff. That's the kind of spirit behind it. But uh, yeah, so there's other ways if you want to support me too. A great way is to like and share uh, the videos or the podcasts or the blog posts or whatever it is. That's a really big help. Um, Send them to your friends who might be interested. Or buy me a book. I have an Amazon book list uh, in the show description. And any other ways. Buy a deck. Buy a 40 Servants deck. Buy the book. The new Grimoire of the 40 Servants, the 2nd edition. Or whatever. Or, you know, just watch my videos. Watch my podcasts. Hang out. Come to the Discord and have a chat with me. All of these things make uh, it worthwhile. And make me keep wanting to do it uh, for another week. So, good people of the internet. May you have a wonderful week. And may our best days, which are ahead... Uh, come soon and so that we can uh, have a bit of a better experience rather than the kind of last couple of years which has been you know somewhat hard uh, to deal with so my wish and my blessing for you is that you have a peaceful quiet satisfactory and enjoyable week with your friends your family and your own brain so people of the internet be well